0: You're listening to the Connect Church Podcast, featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ.
1: The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children.
0: What are we doing? Uh, I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Let's get started on the podcast. This is episode number.
1: Man, I have no know? idea. It's
0: been too oh, long. No episode number sixty. I just looked myself. I didn't <laughs> oh, wow. know. I, I had to look. I had to go to the Apple Podcast app and look and see what number we were on. <laughs> episode number 60 here of the connect church podcast i we powered up the machine and i said boy i hope this thing still works yeah it's been a while we're a little rusty you hit the
2: record button
0: the record button is red we are good we're good what is a podcast what is a podcast (laughs) podcast? do you have a podcast call you need to do later
2: (laughs) he has he has a uh i did know a podcast phone call call yes i got a phone call aka what everybody else knows as facetime (laughs)
0: that's right (laughs) so we are here in the old podcast room the kids at heart right now are playing cornhole in the sanctuary nice yeah they asked if they would be a distraction i said absolutely not no, y'all just no. have some fun are, that's, they, gam- no, that, that's are your they gambling game, too
2: do what are they gambling too
0: i hope so <laughs> that's your game you got a chance to make some
2: money i know this. i, this I told him
0: i'd go show them how i do my the how i hold my bean bag is different than everybody else and it works for me
2: you, you know? have the most feminine i do he does I, <laughs> it is it does Born look old.
0: very frilly
1: yeah. but
2: it's better than me. So it's, it's,
0: yeah, he's beat me too. I can't say nothing. It's so,
1: effective. You know, it's,
0: I know it looks so stupid but uh, it works. Yeah. It works. All right guys, so how was your summer? Hot. We'll save it for the think of a best of the worst of for your summer later. Not I don't want anything spiritual. Okay. Because we'll cover all the spiritual stuff yeah. now. That's only know. in the
2: first we don't deal with that crap in the second half. Yeah, not in the second
0: half. <laughs> do we do anything spiritual this I, summer? I don't know, but I just don't want to say what's your best. Oh, we had so many people come to
2: church and blah, blah, blah. That's great.
0: And we love that, but that I want your I want your personal best for the best and the worst segment later on.
2: Well, I got drunk and uh oh well you didn't mean like that. That I believe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That I believe. Send nothing spiritual. Yeah. Well, we kicked off a new sermon series this Sunday called "Go." I need to make a little button that says "Go, go, 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 go" or something. Go gadget. Go. A little. Yeah. Go go (laughs) gadget arms. Uh, You need to make a little button for a sound effect every time I say the word "go." Um, Like you know, I've never done this, but I've always seen those drinking games. You hear the word and you take a drink. You know, so anytime you hear the word "go," you take. Hit, hit the button. So you sound like you have done this. I've
2: never. Done, I've
1: only seen it on TV and movies. They
2: did have one on Instagram that we're sharing when they uh back in twenty twenty with all the debates, and it says like every time Trump said China or <laughs> like a word you had to take a drink. Yeah. Every time Biden stuttered, you had to drink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would be drunk.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> everybody said they made it thirty minutes in. That did it.
0: I think of the uh, the. Uh, in my sermon that I had to preach a couple weeks ago, I talked about an episode where they were uh, doing the old Antiques Roadshow, and every time they heard the word veneer, they, they took a drink. So veneer! Veneer! That's what I think of when I think of the drinking game. Would you realize from
1: if you had to do this every time uh, our vice president repeated herself? Oh, I know. That'd be really you would, bad. You would be wasted. That would be,
2: I'm sorry. Be really we're going to start off this real well, but I follow somebody on TikTok, and it's uh, it says the real Kamala Harris. And she's like, my name's Kamala okay, Harris. <laughs> it's, she's it's one of the greatest things ever. Tanner's this favorite woman person who doesn't
0: I absolutely, like, I genuinely enjoy watching her videos.
2: And <laughs> the lady that does it, she's actually, like, very liberal and stuff, too. But she kind of, like, looks like Kamala Harris. Oh, and then yes. she does her voice perfect. It's amazing. I'm going to bless your souls with it after this podcast. That's awesome.
1: Um, Are you okay, man?
0: Yeah, sorry. I was trying to get that cable out of the way, and there's... Like, old tape goo on it, and now my hands are all sticky. (laughs) Stupid. All right. Anyway, so we started a new sermon series <laughs> this Sunday called Go. Go, 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 go. Actions that impact eternity. That's right. And we were in Matthew 28, probably the, the one of the easiest passages to uh, cover there. Brother Terry taking it easy after the mission trip. He's Absolutely. going with the old easy passage. No, I'm just kidding. Go ye into all the world. All right. Well, expound, Sir Terry, a lot. Yeah. So we launched off in
1: uh, what is our sermon series uh, theme, Actions that Impact Eternity and we built off of the platform of going powerfully uh, this past Sunday. And so uh, it was a good way to launch into this is uh, we looked at the Great Commission. We analyzed it somewhat, but uh, I think – you know, quite frankly, we made the argument that this text is not necessarily one, uh, although we pulled out some really cool points uh, to go into a deep analysis of it. Jesus was not wanting the guys to have a theory discussion about how do we go. He was basically saying, get your butts up in gear, uh, go share the gospel as you go. And so one of the theological points that we did make out of the original language is the fact that the text is really sane, and I thought it was refreshing and really helpful to people. You could tell that what everybody's heard the text so it was nightmarish to try to how do you bring this new how do you bring this fresh and i felt like that god just really did that the holy spirit you could see the um, uh the guard go down of everybody like oh great we're going to hear about we got to go to africa and you know and you could see that that's the way people think of the great commission those of it that know it although i would contend that in our church with the younger generation and and um uh people that are here we probably have 30% of our people that's never even heard of the great commission so i think it was is educational as well as that. But the great thing about the text that we unpacked uh, this week that I thought was most helpful is the fact that in the original language, he says, as you go, take the gospel with me. And it really transformed how we've looked at this passage. We're not being called most of us necessarily to Africa or go somewhere that's really weird or, or freak us out. He's just saying every day, wherever you go take the gospel with you. And to me, that was very transformative for our people to realize, oh, so all I do is just Go and look for people that God is bringing into my life that I might say a prayer with. Something might happen in my life. Uh, And by the way, that very thing, and and then I'll be quiet a bit to the very thing happened to me to test it out. We took two new families with us to lunch uh, Sunday after church. And so we were sitting there at the table, and the waitress lady at McAllister, she knows me because we bring families there almost every week. And she calls me Rev. And so a black lady. What up,
2: Rev? That's it. That's Uh it.
1: And uh, a black lady who has her uh, granddaughter is um uh our, I mean, her daughter is getting ready to have her granddaughter and the lady that was we had taken out is actually uh the nurse that had just done the ultrasound so she had just met her last week as well so it was crazy uh because she was there for her granddaughter's you know getting getting the ultrasound done and all that stuff
0: a pre- her daughter's pregnant
1: her daughter's they pregnant got an ultrasound yes okay i'm yes. piecing together your story gotcha so, gotcha gotcha left yeah. a
0: few parts out
1: there sorry sorry had about
2: three <laughs> mini strokes <in> and <laughs> I was just trying I was
1: trying to make it quick, so anyway so the uh the uh, the grandmother is the waitress there at mcallister's, gotcha. and so she recognized the nurse, and so they had a conversation so long story short is the uh waitress, that I know every week tipper and all those kind of things great relationship with her. She comes up and she's in tears uh, as we're getting ready to leave, and never seen her you know she's always the happiest you know just and she just said a situation that happened where Somebody had accused her of basically taking money off of a table and stuff like mm. that, and she was just devastated. That she, yeah, just wow. about, literally just happened, wow. and she she is the most upbeat, positive person. Jokes with Belen. She, you know. Uh, sometimes black folks consider pastor and pastors' wives like on a pedestal, so we love them, and you know they're just <laughs> like she calls Belen first lady and all that, and so uh, so we love her. She's awesome. She thinks you know just you know Rev that I hung the moon and all that. So anyway, she comes in, she's in tears, and never seen her like. this and the families are there and so they're looking at me. What do you say? And just what we just preached is I said, you just stop right now and let's let's have a word of prayer. And I just prayed over it right there on the spot and it was so powerful what God just did to just encourage her and to pour into her. And then we all just Collected tips, and we all just left her a big pile of money on the table. Because <laughs> uh, you know Baptists yeah. are really good about we'll pray for you, but we're not going to tip yeah. you <laughs> anyway. So, so it was just so cool. All three families just you know put money on the table, and I, th- I was thinking that's exactly what we lived out in the sermon that day: is go powerfully as you go, take the message of Jesus with you.
0: I remember the first time I'd really ever seen that done. Sadly, was uh while we were in Del Rio, Granny B took us mm-hmm. to breakfast um you weren't there because i won't say why but you weren't there and um (laughs) when we ordered at this little diner waffle house looking type restaurant she stopped the the waitress before she could go put our drinks in she said is there we're about to bless our meal is there anything we could pray Mm. for you about yeah i was like wow She's like 88 years old absolutely yeah first time i really ever seen that done yeah Sadly, but yeah, Yeah, and that's and
1: we shared the story with Terry Brooks coming up on stage and just meeting the lady in the elevator and you know discipleship group with me and that's what we challenge our folks to do is to do this and so he just had that experience 29 years been going to the hospital had never just asked somebody if he could pray for him and how that began to open up doors for him. And, and by the way, I had a cool story last night in D group where he's able to follow up with that lady in her life wow. and, and stuff too. And so, uh, and she doesn't go to church. So it's just really cool, uh, what God's doing. And this is what we taught our people is that we have missed the mark in the church is that we have not taught, the people in the congregation. The Great Commission is not just about going to Africa. It's a piece of it, but it is as you go, take Jesus with you.
0: Yeah. Um, before we get into any more of this, real quick, I had this thought while I was putting your sermon into the Pro Presenter. Uh, I like how the title of your sermon is just go and then a word after it. Mm-hmm. If the rest of your sermons, if you could just keep it go and then like a word or two, it's an easier. it wouldn't make, well, it just looks good. Graphically, graphically, gotcha. It just gotcha. looks really good. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the next sermon is go wow. wonderfully, go magically, go whatever. I don't know whatever adverb or adjective you want to use, but it really works. It looks no, good on I, the graphics. I, I get it, and it's uh, graphically it is. But what they tell us is, is that I don't care what they tell you. This is yeah. what I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the uh the trends are with the uh, gen z's and on down is that they want you to tell them exactly what you're going to preach on yeah. on subject wise so that's why yeah, i have to have it yeah, simple
0: so, so keep it simple that's yeah. right cuz like it just with our podcast titles i try to
2: keep the title
0: about the podcast, and then a little interesting blurb to hopefully yeah. grab your attention. Like, oh, I want to know what that is. You
2: Whatever know? stupid thing we mentioned.
0: Exactly, exactly. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> and we started off the
1: series on a good note that uh, both services got out early for me. So they, they did.
2: Left. You know what? I have to credit
0: you about this because the last two or three sermons, when it went red, you've wrapped it up. hmm. And I'm not, we have not been ready for that in the back because we're listening, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I don't even know what the clock is right? Right. because back here I can't see the clock, but yeah. I'm listening to your sermon and I'm going through and just like yesterday uh, or Sunday, you got to the third point and there's still a paragraph or two that you're going to yeah. go over wow. and usually yeah. it turns into four or five paragraphs. <laughs> and so he said, you said. The third point, and let's all stand, it's like, oh, crap, he's just skipping through the whole thing, so let's go. Well, yesterday
1: was so cool because it was just, we had Brooks up on stage, and you could just tell. The audience got it at that point. There's nothing else you need to say. Uh, They were like, you know what, we've not been doing this, and they were under conviction, and they saw encouragement of what it really looked like, and you could just see the people in their eyes going dude, we can do this. I've been, you know, no more excuses. I can go do this. This is just taking Jesus with me. And if he wants me to say something about him, not going through a plan of salvation, you know, let me give you the Romans road. No, just how can I help you? How can I pray for you? That's a game changer. Everybody can do that.
0: All right, so let me go over a quote that you talked about, and then I want you to expound a little more uh, what Dr. Charles Swindoll said about this text. Jesus was intense about the mission, but relaxed about uh, relaxed regarding the method. Now, I just don't believe that we have to do these things a certain way. Where those pews have to be blue and the carpet has to be green.
1: Yeah, um, if we're yeah. going to
0: reach people for the gospel, that church has to be spotless. What,
1: what's <laughs> What's funny and, and cool is is that um, you know, like I said, Gen Z's on down. They don't even know what visitation program is means because they've never heard of it. And even my kids, you know, they knew that I went to it. Maybe remember that. But back in the days, Southern Baptists had a program called Grow, and Free Will Baptists didn't have anything. But they just told you that if you didn't, as a pastor, do this, you were going to hell. So so we were just trained at Bible college, whether it was an applicant. Or whatever we were supposed to yes, do on Thursday. Napkin night. evangelism
0: <laughs> on Thursday. Night. Oh, no, I got oh, a man. B in that. I got a B in that class. I,
1: I knew I shouldn't have started that. But anyway, uh, is that we were, we were trained to go do you know these traditional methods of you know, and it just it honestly the truth is, is that it worked for a season in the '50s, '60s, a little bit in the '70s, but um, it, it even uh, was very. Um, you could. it was not as effective as what we would have liked it to be. And then we really began to just make everybody feel guilty in the 80s and 90s that if you don't do visitation, then you're not an evangelistic church. So honestly, a lot of churches just did away with evangelism, and hence we're dying uh, as a denomination, our people, our churches are. But anyway, so what we've realized is is that Jesus never tells us uh, go to Thursday night visitation. He never argues for the method. He just, and I know this sounds redundant, but he just simply says, as you go to work and you go to school, as you live your life with your family, tell them about me. And so that makes it really pretty flexible and gives us a lot of opportunities to do it well. And Dr. Charles Swindoll is an old school
0: preacher, so this isn't something. Now, do you have to be in a suit and tie to tell right, people about right, Jesus? Yeah.
1: I would argue. Flip no, uh, is that that's the last thing because, again, it's relational. Uh They're not the, – and we, we had a great point last night when my D group is uh, the older guys, you know, we're talking about that, you know, going around the neighborhood and knocking on the doors and how people just ran from you and closed the doors. And and I don't mean this to be disparaging about other groups, but honestly, we were not any better than Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, I was, I was about to say, mm-hmm. but
0: turn it – flip the script a little sure. bit when people come knocking on our door what do we do we don't no. want them knocking on no. our door no. you're, you're
1: going care Ash- who they are you're going Ashley you go to the door
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like, no when someone knocks on our door and I don't know who it is Nobody move. Right, yeah. right. That's it. That's it. That's Nobody move. Nobody breathe. Yeah. So turn the Everybody TV
2: Turned into James Bond to, exactly. to sneak up to the you know front yeah. window to be able to look up the blind. Like yeah. who the heck is that?
1: <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, Andrew, with the um, Gen Zs or whatever uh, you are, millennials. Bit uh, so also d- the Berts aren't thirty. Yeah, I know. He's I the same not age. Not even Adam. As close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he, he was, was twenty five. I just got the age wrong, so I was close. <laughs> so, what? Tell me about. Uh, so, you know, you're not grew up in the church visitation program as much, um, you know, ideas. So, how did? I was curious how your guys' as a generation thought about what we were saying Sunday.
2: Um. Well, I well, I will say I don't want to like. Sound like I'm talking ill about you too, (laughs) but when we came, like we had teen visitation and stuff. Still, when even when I was early on in the youth group, so we Mm. still did some of it, but it was definitely well phased out uh, you know we were honestly behind when you know terry first came here and stuff like that so we did some of it sure but even as a student i you know i had a love-hate relationship with us you know put most of the people cussed us out or didn't answer or really, literally would just scream at us from the closed door or whatever so i mean it was weird to do um but i think one with technology being the way that it is that's the main way that everybody communicates and stuff that um there there's so many Different avenues that we can do this and better avenues. And to be honest, um, you know, I think some ways within the millennial generation, it was we're almost like not going to talk about it at all because we're afraid we're going to offend somebody, right, right. you know, and things like that. Or, you know, we're afraid that if we start this conversation, you know, they're going to ask us something that we can't answer mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't have a degree in this. I just have a personal relationship with Jesus as if. We had to have a degree to do this, um, which, by the way, I have worked for a church that basically told us that that we did nice. have to have a degree to do this, um, which is a lie from hell. But <laughs> the, you know, in all honesty, it was like we did we were afraid of offending people because we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to brainwash your kids or we didn't want to, you know, beat you over the head with the Bible. Because honestly, that some to some degree that was negatively done. You know, years leading up to this, and we saw you guys generation do this poorly. So we're like. We're just not going to do it, right? Um, which is obviously is not a healthy response to it either. What I am figuring out with Gen Z and these teenagers and even college students specifically is they are way more open to any kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you oh, know, they're engaged. They're they're like, screw if we're going to offend you, you know, this is we we need to know what is real, what's mm-hmm. not. We we need to know this truth whether there is actual truth. Right. Um, if this is worth doing, you know, then we're going to do it to their ability, and that's why, to be honest, our Our teen group has been the fastest growing, you know, area of our ministry here. Not because of anything I'm necessarily even doing. It's just these teens they they get a part of Jesus and they want others to be a part of it. It's not you, no. It's a whole. All right, let's get somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't me. Uh, You know, I thought it was you. No,
3: (laughs) can't take credit for that.
2: Can't take credit for that. Um, But you know, in all seriousness, they they mean business with Gen Z and stuff that. That's why I say, you know, I heard a a quote from a teen leader and stuff just on a youth ministry podcast. He was saying revival's not coming. It's here. You know, are we are we being a part of it and stuff? So they they don't care. They'll share with whatever. And they have a lot more. I don't know if it's naivety, (laughs) um, reckless abandon, whatever you want to label that as. But they don't care. They just have real conversations. And a lot of it is uh, this is one of the blessings of the keyboard warrior generation where we can all share our opinions behind a keyboard. Um, Everybody has to comment under everything. Everything has to be blown. (laughs) The office, Michael Scott, I'm going to blow this so far out of proportion. (laughs) Like, you know, honestly, that's how we all live our lives and everything's so divided right now. Is there's a big opportunity to unite because Gen Z's not worried on whether or not you're wearing a suit and tie when you tell somebody about Jesus. They just want you to know the love of Jesus. They don't care, um, you know, about the stupid things we get hung up on in generations before us. They genuinely just want you to know. And so I think I see so much encouragement with future generations. Oh, no in this. doubt, they get it.
0: They have accepted God's power to go. They really have. Is that a good segue?
1: yeah yeah it's um uh, and, and I think that's what's been missing is that you know, just like when we were in Veracruz last week, and we you know Doug asked us that question, you know what was if God asked you to do something really hard, what's your answer is, and you know ironically, you know, like we said, Jonathan and Hannah was just like, yeah, God just asked us to do that last week, and we did it because they're not. Uh, You know, and all the rest of us were like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could do that because we're not looking at God's power in our life. We've totally misconstrued this whole Matthew 28. We've heard it a thousand times and we've not done it. We've not done it biblically and theologically correctly. He's not asking us to go do something that we're uncomfortable doing or that we can't do. He's saying, I will go with you as you go. Take me with you I'm going to prepare people for you and so this whole thing of you know I'm going to be in an awkward conversation they're going to ask me something Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it or not but I thought it was funny Uh, some folks probably didn't like it but you know because I'm just so tired of hearing it well I'm afraid somebody's going to ask me something and I'll look dumb like you've never looked dumb before (laughs) (laughs) because I'm so sarcastic I love doing that to people but anyway you could just see some of the people Uh, we had some out of town guests that were just staring a hole through me yesterday but anyway uh it was just cool You know, because we've realized, I mean, we're not realizing that we just, we go with his Holy Spirit's power. And so God is preparing people of peace in our lives that he's just been waiting for. Like Terry Brooks, you know, just said Sunday in his testimony, you know, all these years I've been going to the hospital, but I've never looked around for God to use me. And he said, and it's so exhilarating when I go powerfully with the Holy Spirit because he just drops opportunities in our lap, just like at the restaurant McAllister's.
0: Yeah. Uh, Care enough about them to tell them about Jesus. That's a very simple. Yeah, valid point. We've all heard the magician say, "What was his name? Penn or Teller or one of those?" Penn and Teller, yeah, yeah. They said, "If if your religion is so important to you, how can, right. you have to hate somebody not to tell them right. about it." You mm-hmm. know, and, and that's
1: is and that's, that
2: where that quote originally came from? Yeah. Oh yeah, the I've atheist. used that. I've uh-huh. used that on Wednesday nights, and I'm like, I don't know where oh, this originally came from, but a
1: devout atheist. You know, and, I did not know that. Yeah, And his argument is is that's why I don't believe in Christianity because you guys don't believe it.
2: Yeah. Well, now I do. Okay, so I knew that. It's a that. very powerful oh, it's, little video clip dude, on he, YouTube. He drills this, yeah. man,
1: and he's right, and, which is, you know, and that's why I cut the sermon off because at this point, I've made the biblical argument, we've looked at the practical, we've had Terry Brooks stand up on stage and give the illustration of it, and what this really boils down to is you just have to make the, uh, do you care enough? You know, yeah. all of us, and and I don't how's to say that. I mean, it's just it's that like you just said, Tanner. It's just that simple. We, you know, uh, if we're not into ministry, us three together because we care enough about lost people, then we need to get out. And so, it's not about music, youth, or preaching. It's about the fact that we're in this because we care about people going to hell. And so, you know, how else do you get that across, guys? You know, I mean, it's pretty simple.
0: Well and to give a little sneak peek into what I'll talk about this Sunday as far as um going into the world. Which is uh, gonna be good. I'm uh, excited. Really piggybacking off of these two points, um you know, in in Mexico, you know, Angie Tudor in our in one of our little debrief sessions, Angie Tudor said what we've all said privately in our public <laughs> I mean in our staff meetings. Uh she's you know, what is got Doug asked you, What is if God called you to do something, would you do it? And she she spoke up and she said, you know, I've been bad about not coming on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. and she then she said the key phrase because I'm afraid Terry's going to call on me to pray mm-hmm. in public, you know. And to this point, if we're not how are we going to reach somebody <laughs> if we're not even willing to <laughs> yes. pray in our own group of believers, right, you know, right. like how yeah. are we going to have yeah. the courage to yeah. go witness to somebody and it's hard. I mean, I get it like, yeah. you know, the three of us we can't comprehend where they're coming from in right. my opinion because sure we've prayed in public all our life, right. you know? So I, we can't, I can't comprehend what that mentality, good or bad. I just right. can't comprehend it. Not being able to just pray out loud. Right. Um, but if I'm not able to pray out loud, I'm definitely not going to be able to go and say, Hey, waitress, you yeah. know, whatever. right. That's true. That's how point. can I pray with you? How, what can I pray for you? you know? That's
1: a good point, And that's why we need to come to Wednesday nights and practice. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's good. So that, that's a little, a little clip into, into next Sunday. And then like, That piggy piggybacks right off of it. How can they hear unless we tell them? Well. They're not going to hear unless we tell
1: them. Yeah, and so that sets you up for next Sunday, right. and I'm excited about, you know, you being able to bring in, you know, what what um, Japan's doing and, you know, the girl there and then you guys sharing with them about Mexico. But uh, I love how God's put this whole series together. When we did this last fall, you know, I was just like, Ugh. but the Holy Spirit just kept telling me to do this, and now I see what he was right. doing. And, and so, piggyback
0: off of our Mexico trip, which Mex- yeah, was, not,
1: yeah. was not even scheduled right. for this, this time. And you it know, just, so. it's going to work out really ideal and, and it's a great message because while yes there is a very small percentage of our congregation you know that's going to ever go to overseas but yet the challenge of uh, praying giving and going is you know needs to be delivered and so the
0: traditional aspect of the great commission will be heard this sunday yeah all right well that wraps up go powerfully come back next week and you'll hear about go Something. I internationally. Know. Go internationally. I, that's that's good. I was going to go with around the world, but internationally is good too. I don't know. What, it's one word. Yeah, it's one word. I, I, the right. shorter the better. There you go. I'm helping so. you out, man. Yeah. Um. All right. Good deal. Any other thoughts as we wrap that up? Nope. All right. Going once, going twice, sold. All right. We'll be right back with our best and the worst of the week.
3: Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. We look
0: forward to connecting with you here at Connect Church. www.triconnect. Dan, Daniel did a great job
1: yesterday, and him and Kevin, of getting the bushes cleaned all out. all the our bushes church. are gone. Yeah, they're trimmed.
0: Don't <laughs> whine about it. You voted on it. Don't whine about it. <laughs> they're trimmed all the way to the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> it uh, looks great. Thank yeah. you, guys. Good job, Brother Daniel and Brother Kevin. Uh, yesterday I had uh Sadie and Hallie up here with me, and Hallie said, Daddy, how come uh, Mr. Kevin is up here? And I said, Well, they're working on the bushes outside, and you know, they're some of my good friends. They came in and say hi. She goes, I thought the Perrys were your best friends. Wow,
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, yes. <laughs> I, so, I, yes. feel, I feel so sad for your daughter that that's even <laughs> in her yeah, radar, man. that the Perry's. <laughs> Dad, oh, I, no. She's the
0: only kid under 40 that knows who the Perry's are. <laughs> that's hilarious. Hey, man. All right, let's get into our best and the worst of the summer. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? Best as Andrew yawns over there. <laughs> the, the,
1: the best? All right, uh, I got the worst and best in combination. So uh, we go to Smith Lake with our friends here in the church, and I get out on the kayak, and we're in Smith Lake, and there's not a single currents ripple it is smooth as glass get working them arms and working the arms and everybody's having a fun we're headed over to an island you know to just get out and play in the water whatever and somehow i get crossed ways and i flip out of my kayak and cannot get up and, and it's in <laughs> it's that lake is what like four thousand feet deep smith lake i mean it's like terribly deep so i'm like Peeing on myself underwater, and anyway, so it don't matter if it's it, ten feet deep. You're not getting it's out. It's
3: <laughs> true.
0: I mean, because you're not tall
2: enough, you no, can't push anything. Yeah,
1: no, I never thought about that. That didn't hit my brain. But anyway, all I was thinking is you can't touch it's, because it's so deep. I'm getting, but yeah, that's valid. So yeah, it was seven and a half feet. I would have been doomed. Yeah. But anyway, I never thought about that. But anyway, uh, so so everybody gathers around their kayaks, and they got like three or four people. I'm like tipping them over. They're getting wet, and they're trying to help hold the kayak. I'm trying to get. And it was just a fiasco But it translated into the best Because that night we found this In Alabama I'm talking about just screams You know Roll Tide, uh, you know. You saw two cousins (laughs) kissing each other, (laughs) right? So, so we find this literally this town that their main thing is is a cemetery, and uh, and that's all it has is a restaurant in it, and it it is a dive of dives. I mean, just doesn't look clean. Looks rugged. They've got the old SEC flags all the way around. You know, of all the schools, they're all brown because of cooking and all this stuff. And absolutely, the food was so good. We Went back the next night. I mean, it was heaven on earth. Food though, it was amazing. It was like fifteen bucks a pop, all you could eat shrimp and f- catfish. So, uh, so the kayak to amen. the
0: food is, you know, if you end with food, you're a good day. That's amen. That's good. All you can eat shrimp. You, you got me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Andrew, was your best?
2: Um, my it's don't worry, it's not spiritual, but it was going to Del Rio, Texas, man. Ah, that was that was a highlight, sure. not not for spiritual reasons, but just because like
0: you got. Tacos for life on the way down dude, there, dude. We, did. we <laughs> loaded, did loaded up that app. <laughs> I,
2: not gonna lie, I think it was, was our second most expensive meal of the whole
0: oh, <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't the first expensive. It meal. really was, it's, but it
2: cheap. Like we went, we ate at like some nice sit down places like in Mexico, and it was still not <laughs> as expensive. But um, in all seriousness, I loved going to Del Rio, man. man I'm starving uh, right now. I I'm know, mm, getting yes. to do what you know I was called to do. Being with the teenagers, we had a great group go. Um, it wasn't vacation by any stretch, but it was it was much needed. That's a I long drive.
0: I can't believe y'all drove that,
2: dude. It really wasn't bad. Yeah. It really wasn't, and I drove most of it. <laughs> uh, that the bus, not my favorite to drive, but you know,
1: uh, I, I again, would, we I had an be-
2: awesome group that went. Nobody really complained. Um, you know, I probably shouldn't share this, but I will. Taylor had to get up and um, hide in the back. Cabinet or whatever, you know, like where all the luggage is to go pee one time because I told them we weren't stopping. Um, so in a bottle, but you know, Did we you made swerve it. swerved at
0: least twice. Oh, yeah. Man, you got yes, two. we were
2: on 40 in Arkansas.
0: No, I mean, so. no, I like intentionally jerked the wheel. I didn't have to. We were no, on 40 no,
2: in Arkansas. <laughs> There's potholes everywhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> The, uh, I mean, I would rather drive to Del Rio because of American Airlines, but that's
2: another story for another time. Exactly.
1: Although, you've got to tell the story of how I jinxed our trip in um, um, Veracruz. Yes.
2: That would be the worst, not the <laughs> best. What was your best, yeah, Tanner? you hear Ta- Sunday. First, first Ta- what was your best? I've
1: never seen Tanner so quickly get livid. Uh,
2: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs>
0: yes. This, this, this idiot. So, we're in the airport in Houston, okay? So, we have flown... To Veracruz and back. We are now in Houston. We've been missionaries.
1: We're tired. We're worn out. We're We're waiting on our
0: connection back to Memphis. Almost home. We're almost there, yes. Memphis has
2: never had issues out of their airport. (laughs) And
0: this guy, this idiot, (laughs) says, Dude, I can't believe we've been on a mission trip and, like, Nothing has gone wrong with the flights It's all been good. Like we're we're good to go. I said, Every- "Shut up." <laughs> L- Why would you say that? We're not done. And we're we-
1: literally like an hour from getting on the plane. Everything's. We went through customs. Went through everything. Is a piece of cake.
0: Like don't don't even say it. We're not home. And I kid you not, and I'm not being Terry exaggeration when I say this, within 15 seconds yes. of him saying that, I get an email, your flight has been delayed at <laughs> 7.30. And moved
2: gates, right? And it changed yep. gates. <laughs> yes, we, we had to go to the changed. other end of the
0: airport. Yes, we were already, I said, look, look what you did, look what you did, you idiot.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, even Hannah Burt, Jonathan, all of them were just like, you're such a moron, like, why, why would, would you, you say, say that?
0: that? <laughs> Thankfully, within almost within a minute of getting that email i get another email that says nope our bad or your flight's not delayed your gate has just changed so even (laughs)
2: even the lord was testing you yes (laughs) even michelle
1: birmingham who probably wouldn't get upset if jesus was late for his return she was like why did you say
0: that (laughs) moron (laughs) so anyways yeah that was that my best of the summer i'm gonna just go ahead and say was getting um like i said we moved and we're honestly we're still really not quite settled into our house yet which i guess that's fair i don't know i would like to be settled but we are we got the uh i got my shop going mm-hmm. and nice some woodworking nice. and doing some stuff so that's been a lot of fun that's and not nice. a shop that's a barn yeah that's, the barn whatever yeah, you know whatever you want to call it. it well i don't feel like i can call it a barn until i have like animals or something mm-hmm. you know but it's big it yeah it's 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 way too much room that I need for my stuff. So Austin moved in with me, and we're working okay. together out of it. So I get to steal his tools. Cool. And he doesn't need to steal mine, but, you know, they're there if he wants <laughs> them. So, you know, th- having the shop, getting some stuff So he and,
1: can use your screwdriver.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't have power to it yet, so I've got a 200-foot-long extension cord from my house <laughs> to the, that I have to roll up every time I mow, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to do that when you mow. So, yeah. yeah so, but anyway, so having the – you know, just being out there and – the house has been great, and having having a lot, I've had lots of quality time with my kids this summer. Yay, so that's been good. And Ashley's new job—that is really the best. Is that's what I was trying to get to—is Ashley's uh, job that she loves and is getting to work. Cool, literally down the street in Marvel, not having to drive anywhere. That's like for the first time in our marriage, she hasn't had to drive a long, long way to go to work. Which with
1: Ashley is a big deal. Well, it
0: is a big deal. <laughs> yes, yes. So.
1: Did she? Has she ever got at home yet without using the GPS?
0: I don't know. I have to ask her. That's a good question. I, I would assume that from Mor- the office in Morville, she can get home without the GPS. For our
1: listeners to know, this is literally 1.7 miles. Uh, I don't for, think
0: it's that far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and, and so uh, just, that's a great question. I'll have has, to ask has her. Has she I've, done I'm that not, without the GPS? So. I'm not paying attention yet.
0: So. But anyways, so yeah, that's that's good. That, that's my best. My worst of the summer was uh, all the quality time I had with my kids this summer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you that was your best.
0: <laughs> yeah, and in a church. And yeah, yours. Raised- yeah, yeah. So, anyways, no, I'm kidding. I love them, but I'm I'm glad to be back in routine. My best is Ashley's job, and now summer's over. And you
1: discovered a restaurant. that's
0: 1.1 miles from your house. Oh yeah, that tent top. Mm-hmm. Give me that tent top all day, baby. Lived here 20 years, and for Easy, the first peasy. time
1: this summer, I went and got a milkshake at Tent Top. A you
0: restaurant. need to go. You need to go and get the Boo Burger with spicy fries. Okay, mm. it's I'm really in. good. I'm in. Yeah, and if I've, you re- if you're really feeling generous, add some bacon to it, and it's really good. Nice. I've nice.
2: not been since we've been back. Yeah, I, I don't think been. the same owners <laughs> are there or anything. I think it's called something different.
1: And oh, Morville is expanding. We're getting a subway soon.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, are so they really? Assuming that's true, did you find out if that's valid or oh, not? No, I just I just heard it from my neighbor. Yeah. So that's you're getting that secondhand information.
2: Yeah, I bet that's where they're going to put Target.
0: Target, <laughs> more, more, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Ashley's dream right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Y'all got anything else you want to do on the podcast? We've it's it's we've talked a long time. You don't have any stupid questions. Hungry. I don't have any stupid questions uh. today. No, I, I'm full up with getting. Making sure all the connect group rosters are set and getting all that going
2: get
1: signed up for your connect groups if you haven't signed up there are plenty uh, of openings jesus is
0: like gonna get you if you don't here's so. the crazy wow. thing and, I'll, and we'll talk more about this in staff meeting later but we're almost as high as we're right at our number and almost peaking our number of sign-ups but we have plenty of spots open good so yeah,
1: yeah. that's what we want yeah, yeah.
0: Alright, good deal. Y'all have a great week and we'll see you next week on the podcast here at the Connect Church Tupelo Podcast Center. Peace. I learned a new
1: word. Adios.
0: Adios. Oh, oh don't M- give me mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. <laughs> <All right. Holla. laughs>